My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly TFG Hotspot. Since early 2000, this weekly meeting has been a focal point of gathering the sales force together. This business can be a lonely business, and gathering with others in the fight is hugely beneficial. We have found that either the meeting needs you, or you need the meeting. This excerpt, entitled Tales from the Field, is the portion of our meeting where the top producers for the week share their secrets. And now, on to today's lesson. All right, let's scroll on up and see about this top five here. I think we're going to hear from Adrian again. Um, all right, the top five. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, look, there's there's two that just missed it. Um, and I hate that. I do because I've been there. I know what it's like to be six. And you're like, oh, I was pushing for at least top five. But we get to hear from the top five this morning. I'm excited about it. We have in fifth place Joe Walker uh, on the Walker team. Joe made two dials, uh, booked 30, spoke to 30 people, booked 45 appointments. We're going to hear more about this. We've, we've heard from him the last couple of weeks. Uh, about it but uh, let's see 30 sits four apps one referral all four were life apps for five thousand three hundred and twenty eight dollars give a hand to joe walker everybody <laughs> good see i was about to do the sound bar except it don't work <laughs> i was kind of waiting for it yay Woo! there's that guy Woo! <laughs> hey what's up everybody uh this is joe walker i'm up in seattle sorry about dan gillingham been here a long long time and um, I love I love Alliance a long, long time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, man, we we're on that para we're in the paraverse. <laughs> That's all I can say, man. We're 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 time and space don't don't make any sense. <laughs> That's the laughter of a tired man, I think. <laughs> yeah, kind of feel like I'm in some kind of weird, you know science fiction thing for insurance but uh yeah man para is the group that um you know that we're doing work with uh public schools and colleges and municipalities and so um i i was able to participate in that program and and blessed for that things fits and then um you know then what they'll do is they'll go ahead and book appointments into your schedule and then you gotta go run them and so me particularly, I'm speaking with teachers. Uh, my, my, both my parents are educators, so it's, it's you know, I, I'm familiar with their world, put it that way. And um, I got a chance to see my dad retire out of a school district, you know, after 40 plus years. And so, you know, seeing him do really well there, it was, it was kind of, I don't know, it's kind of cool to be able to serve other teachers and other people work for school in that capacity. So I'm in. I, I my schedule is full with a lot of people in in schools, and I'm talking to them and uncovering a lot of opportunities with um, with IE Wells and with uh, and with annuities. Uh, but I was ta- I was chatting with Phil, uh, chatting with uh, Fitz just the other day, Fitz and Marty, and uh, it's, there's a lot of people who've been calling me asking me for you know just kind of insight on the para thing and here's my big insight it's a lot like uh, a lot it's a lot like ca- trying to catch a whale with a 30 pound trout line <laughs> <laughs> and uh and not to say that it's impossible it's just that you know there's you see a lot of opportunities but actually reeling reeling them in and then finishing them up it really does take a lot of work 
So, um, you know, where I have a full schedule and, you know, everybody's expecting me to drop, you know, thirty, forty thousand dollars in premium. This is not like that all the time. You know, what you find out is what you, you're talking to as a person who, yeah, they do have annuity money um, and they do. There is IUL opportunities, but there's also opportunities to serve them in a lot of other capacities. So uh, my numbers this week were um, uh, my brother in law. I wrote him some insurance for him in a, in a Head Start program. I'm licensed in Texas, so, and he's right there in Sugarland. So I, I wrote him some insurance this week. And then there was a client that I was talking to who, you know, really had a lot of things going on and a lot of retirement things going on. They were, they were set. And one of my questions was, do you guys already have insurance, life insurance? They said, no, ours just expired. So I said, oh, okay, well, I could help you with that. And they go, oh, that'd be great. Cause I don't like shopping around. And like, Fantastic. So I, I just was able to serve those guys and write a couple policies there too. So that was kind of cool. We've got a couple of other line, uh, policies that are coming later this next week uh, or this coming week um, and a lot of more IUL opportunities and those things will come in a search, but they don't like all just drop in all at one time. So I'm just happy I was able to serve clients in that. And I, you know, I want to keep on throwing this message out there and I'll get off the phone, but um Para is just one of the things that we do. You know, it's it's a it's a branch of of lead sources, if I could say anything. And right now we have a lot of different lead sources and you've heard Fitz talk about it. You've heard many leaders talk about it. But, um, you know, you're going to hear these these other producers talk about their lead sources. We got mortgage protection. We've got final expense. We've got current clients. And uh, I'm really excited to hear Tawny's numbers probably in the next couple of weeks because she's doing policy reviews and she's finding a ton of opportunities in the IUL space. She wrote her first uh, hospital indemnity plan on the phone the other day. So I'm fired up for her. But um, but Para is just one before everybody starts getting fired up about, you know, 40 something appointments in Para. Just understand it takes a lot of work right there. And it's just one of the things that we do to add to our arsenal. So you know, again, if you want to tie, if you want to do that, I would say, recommend talking to Fitz about it, um, and um, see if you if that's something you want to participate in when you have a better understanding of what's going on there. But it's a good program. I really, really like that space. Tony and I both like it a lot, and we're looking forward to doing um, even bigger numbers. So I think probably Fitz will probably want to get in. Well, probably third third tier of the, the Thailand trip. I think we're gonna get we'll get um two twenty two and twenty thousand points by September. Wow. We'll be done there. So we'll be rolling into the next up here in a minute. I we've issued we've we've submitted about fifty thousand in the para in the paraverse already, uh in premium. And uh yeah, we got more that we need to do too. So anyway, that was our week. Solid. Well done. I don't have a give him applause. <laughs> no electronic applause today. Thank you, Joe. Yes, I've had people ask me about the para, and I go, it is a great opportunity. And as Joe said, it's just one of several opportunities that we have. Um, maybe uh, have the conversation. You know, I, I often teach about the flywheel and the doom loop, and uh, it comes from the book Good to Great by Jim Collins. And uh, the, what keeps you in a doom loop or, or negative momentum, what keeps you in that is responding without understanding. And so uh, the danger of hearing success stories every week from the top five is that you just change what you're doing without checking with someone first. Well, I heard it on a call. It's got to be good for me. Maybe not. 
Uh, and so it's uh, it's it's good to be in conversation with somebody who's been ahead, been there ahead of you uh, and can tell you uh, whether it works or not and, and helps you actually make it work for you. Uh, so anyway, uh, thank you, Joe, for that reminder. Number four, we have Jonathan Yakey on the Yakey team, 280 dials, 30 contacts, 16 appointments, 10 sits, nine apps, five referrals. All nine were life apps for five thousand nine hundred ninety three dollars and eighty eight cents. Jonathan Yakey, everybody. Woo. Woo! Can you see me and hear me? Yes and yes. Very good. Uh, what's going on, guys? Uh, Jonathan Yakey. I've been with the Alliance for five years, two days ago. Pretty wow. crazy. Got my license. Um, yeah, this week was not a whole lot of crazy stuff happened, but I did want to point out one thing. Uh, Adam made about double the... Adam made about double the dials I did, double the contacts, double the appointments. It's not a coincidence. <laughs> um, so I would say, you know, your activity is going to determine um, your result. And also your attitude. I think with the state of our nation and a bunch of other st stuff going on, I think it's really important to protect your attitude. Mm. Um because it can really affect your results if you let it. Um, you just you got to stay positive through the whole process of it because it works. Um, I do have one story to share. I had a really good annuity appointment. And my number one suggestion to you is slow down on all your appointments. You're going to build better relationship with your client. I'm not saying take two or three hours with them. Okay. But I'm just saying mentally slow down and um, you, you're just going to find more business that way. So we, we had booked a second appointment. We're going to figure out how much we're going to roll of it. Um, but the story behind it is I ended up writing five applications in that one home from the annuity appointment just by slowing down wow. and really saying, well, like, Hey, my heart's to help you. So I think we should take a look at this first before we look at the insurance part. Right. Um, which I think back to when I was new, I probably would have just written the business and left. Right. Um, so that's one thing I would say is slow down enough to see that because now I have more applications with that family and probably an annuity just by taking that extra time with her to book another appointment. So I didn't write it on the first one. I wrote it on the annuity appointment. So, um, it's really all I got. Just stay consistent with your with your numbers. Watch your language. Um, I would try to get rid of the word "try" because <laughs> you can't uh, you can't try to take a pen out of my hand. You can only take it out or not take it out. Okay, so get rid of the word "try." Go do it. Have a good heart. Be genuine with people. Stay plugged in um, to the system. You can't lose. So, well that's what I got. Well said. Thank you, Jonathan. <laughs> Woo! Man, I just always feel like when Jonathan speaks, I mean, I don't, I mean, I've, it sounds like if I'm saying this, I feel like when I'm talking to our kids, right? Just because I compliment one of my kids doesn't mean I'm uncomplimenting another kid. Is that right? So does that, does that make sense? Like our kids do that. Like you said he was good at that. I'm terrible. No, we didn't say you're terrible. We said he was good. But every time I listen to Jonathan, I want to take notes. I'm not saying that's not true of everybody else. But when I, I wrote down three things when he was 
uh, speaking. I just think Jonathan is, has got some real wisdom to him. Uh, I wrote down attitude. He said, especially in the world we're in right now and in the, the state of our country and everybody. Isn't it such a breath of fresh air when you talk to somebody who has a good, positive attitude right now? Like you really stand out now when when you are a positive person and when you when you speak in that manner like it that really separates you uh everybody's bitching (laughs) that's not unique and it's just different sides of the argument of where they're coming from but everybody's doing that so when you're not you really stand out and i'm just going to give you a little heads up a little tip jonathan touched on it but i'm going to reiterate people are attracted to that People are actually attracted to positive people. I know we all like to watch the train wreck and we all slow down to see how bad that car was damaged in the wreck. I know we're all as humans naturally like that, but we're all also drawn to people who are positive and have that. I'm not saying Pollyanna, you know, ignore that, that things are wrong in the world. I'm not saying that. I'm saying be positive. It's, it's, uh, you can acknowledge the state of the world and still have a good attitude. Um, and so do that, right? He also said slow down. Uh, slow down to speed up. I, I keep hearing this over and over and over again from top producers, how um, just stopping for a second and thinking in terms of that person, and if I were that person, that person doesn't know all the products we have. But if I were that person, what products would they need that we have? What, what do they need? Like a, a good server at a, at a restaurant understands ahead of time that, you know, when, you're, when your tea glass is getting a little lower, that you're going to need tea. They, they get that. They get that you may want ranch or some other dressing with your, with your salad. The good restaurants, when you're asking for a salad, they'll ask you, did you want your dressing on the salad or to the side? Like these, are, these servers at, at restaurants are thinking for you, that you're not necessarily thinking for yourself. Well, it, it, it works here too. When you're thinking for that client and what they need, um, you end up you end up making more sales and you end up serving that client better which puts them in a better position as well and then i had to chuckle with the try to get rid of try um <laughs> I, I, that made me i thought it's ironic but um I, I certainly understood what you're saying man get word of that get rid of that word try you either dropped the pen or you didn't uh as yoda said as yoda said do or do not there is no try um and so we move on do or do not uh, that's my best Yoda I got. It's a little bit like Gonzo, too, if you. <laughs> but it's not from Jamaica, man, you know. All right. Um, <laughs> number three, we got Adam Johnson on the McGill team. Uh, 443 dials, 62 contacts, 37 appointments, 18 sits, 15 apps. 10 referrals, all 15 were life apps for 11,261. He sent me a Slack last night and said, I will talk to you tomorrow in the top five. (laughs) See what I'm doing there? So give a hand to Adam Johnson, everybody. Woo! Woo! I'm fired up, Fitz. Thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. (laughs) Adam Johnson, I'm directed Grace McGill, and I'm in West St. Paul, Minnesota, which is south of St. Paul. And, um... Yeah, I'm just, just happy to be here, Fitz. I, uh, I was looking over my activity sheet for the week, just kind of trying to piece the, the stories together for the week. I guess the best thing I could say is, you know, we're playing the long game. The long game pays out. Um, don't get me wrong. I like the quick, simplified issue off an A-lead apps. Those are awesome. I write those. Uh, but also, uh, current clients, man, I've been reaching out a lot to current clients. I've been trying to 
copy the almonds. They do such an excellent job at that. And uh, so I've been texting them on their birthdays. And I don't do get a whole lot of play off the birthday text, but when I do the annual reviews, that relationship's better than it was before, when I wasn't wishing them a happy birthday. Hmm. So um, right now I'm averaging about 2,500 in premium every week, um, you know, the last three, four weeks in, in current client reviews. So if you wow. take my 11,000 I wrote, you know, 2,500 that's clients that were already just clients of mine, all I had to do is reach out to them. Um, Nothing I want to point out is my apps to sit rate. Right now, I'm still just doing everything by phone. Um, Minnesota, everyone's freaking out around here, so I haven't gone into homes. I tried door knocking recently and didn't work out so great, but I did it anyways. And uh, I don't know when I'll go back in the home or what that's going to look like, but in the time being, you'll you'll see my sit rate's pretty low for app versus when I went in home. So um was kind of slacking a couple different people about that this week and just understand if you're if you're going over phone, uh, the sit rate's going to be lower. It is what it is. I'm just trying to do the most I can to connect with them, make them count when I do speak with them, and to not let them off the phone until we get that app in because COVID could could crash their 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 opportunity to get approved. Really, if they get if they get uh, diagnosed with it. Another thing is I've been since I am stuck in the office, um, I've been picking up a lot of DLP leads all over the state and other states that I'm licensed in. So if I've been collecting licenses like baseball cards lately because <laughs> clients are moving around. I got a client that moved to Georgia. I got a Georgia license. I got a client. Can you help someone in Illinois? Yeah, I got my Illinois license. So, uh, man, DLP leads are awesome. Uh, one guy that pops up in my head was Friday night. He's a single dad. Small. It wasn't a big policy, you guys. He doesn't have a big mortgage, but he's got two kids, and he doesn't make a ton of money, and it would be financially devastating. He lives uh northern part of Iowa. No one's going to help him, but he had a DLP lead in. And it just, I feel like the, the phone sales are an opportunity to really reach people that no one else is going to drive out to see. Like nobody, nobody's going to help this guy. And he was very, very open to coverage. It wasn't a tough appointment. It was, it was really good guy. And I was really, and to be honest with you, that Friday, I'd been stood up by every appointment until him. Huh. And uh, so I had eight appointments and he was the only one I sat with. But in the meantime, I had a client that I had met with back in January in person. We did not close her. She called me out of the blue and wanted coverage. I was texting current clients, reaching out to them. Anyways, even though I only everybody stood me up that whole day, but him, I wrote four apps that day. Just because in January, when I didn't close her, I left as a friend. When they decided, yes, we need to get mom's insurance, call Adam back. Um, it was just kind of a nice present dropped on my door. So. Um, Anyways, I'm really fired up to figure out how to make the, this Medicare supplement thing work and Medicare. I don't know what I'm doing yet, but I passed my AHIP and I just keep thinking we're really playing the long game. That's such a huge opportunity, whether you're doing para or not. Um, you, you know, the, uh, the, the med subs is going to be huge in the mm -hmm. Medicare. So anyways, super excited. Just, just want to keep growing. I did dip my toe in the para didn't have great results at all yet. You guys. So mm -hmm. Joe's right. Talk to Fitz. Figure out what's going on. Uh, six appointments repair, I sat on one. <laughs> and that's just because of Minnesota Dynamics. It's not the para program. So I got to navigate that. So don't give up on your other appointments if you're jumping into para. Uh, but anyways, I'll quit I'll quit gabbing. I'm just really happy, happy to be here and thankful for all the, all the opportunities that you provide for us. Thanks much. Well done. Well done, Adam. Thank you.
The long game is where it's at. You know, uh, I, I'll, I'll finish the story. He, he told me yesterday about the pair appointments. He had six, sat on one, um, and he was dealing with the uh, – his appointments were primarily people who work for the University of Minnesota, U of M. And uh, every one of them no-showed. <laughs> and apparently, apparently University of Minnesota said, uh, yeah, para's not us. Don't talk to that guy. Right. And so uh, but the rest of the story is Adam reached out to the pair of people and they're like, oh, we'll take care of this. They refunded his money for the appointments, all that sort of stuff. Like they made it right. And they're sending a letter to U of M saying, what the heck is wrong with you? Um, so it's uh, it's all good there. But I wrote down twenty five hundred dollars a week. He's averaging on current client sales. I mean, if you make 50% commission on that, that's $1,200 a week. Now, I was just this morning listening to um, a podcast. I think it was two Thursdays ago. Gina Hawks was talking about all the different ancillary products we have, like hospital indemnity and cancer and critical illness, all this stuff. And uh, I was listening to her. Um, dang it. I, I, got, I got distracted thinking about all those other products, and I lost my thought on that. Um, 12.50, 50%. No, Gina Hawks, it doesn't matter. 1250 a week, though. Oh, current clients, the definition of a current client. A lot of people have been around for a long time. Adam's been around for a while. A lot of our top five has been around for 10 years or more. And uh, I think a new agent thinks, well, a current client is somebody who's been like, I hear stories of five years ago, this client, and six years ago, that client. A current client could be a client that you sold a week ago. Um, that's not necessarily uh, a, a long-term relationship that's there. It could be that you met with them last week, and now you're talking to them this week about other things they need with their salad, like ranch dressing and maybe an extra fork since you dropped that one, right? Like that you're thinking for your clients and uh, anticipating their needs. Um, when I was, uh, when I was in, in high school, I worked construction for a window there, and um, I, I wasn't the guy slinging the hammer. They thought I was better at being a gopher. I was the guy that brought the people who knew what they were doing. The foreman explained to me my first day, he said, your job is to get them what they need before they need it. If they're standing there doing nothing, you're fired. <laughs> Got it. So I anticipated that they needed more plywood. I anticipated they needed screws or nails. I anticipated that they needed tar paper or the shingles. Like I anticipated. The people who in this business can anticipate, we're saying it a thousand times, if you can anticipate what your client needs, you're going to do really well here. Um, and then uh, he Adam didn't say this phrase, but when he was talking, what I heard was, blessed are the flexible, for they shall not be bent out of shape. I remember hearing that 20 plus years ago, and I thought that was witty and um, just hung on to it. That There is something to be said for that. How many times in the top five, you guys who listen to us every week, how many times in the top five have we heard Adam Johnson say, I'm not good at this yet, but I'm going to be. I'm not good at this yet, but I'm going to be. And then it's like two months later, and he's talking to us about that thing that now he's good at and how well he did this week on it. So he says, I'm not, I, I don't know what I'm doing yet with that, but I'm, listen, in a few weeks, we're going to hear about all the Medicare sales he's making. In a few weeks, we're going to hear about how great Para is from him. It, it's just what Adam does. He is flexible, and so he's not been out of shape. He figures it out, and there is a real secret there. Um, all right, moving on to number two. I don't want to do too much commentary. These guys are saying such good things. So number two, we have Michelle Alleman on the Alleman team. 198 dials, 30 contacts, 22 appointments, 17 sits, five apps, four referrals, five life apps. And as we've seen the last couple of weeks, uh, $12,989 is solid, but it's not always good enough for first place. Um, so with a, an outstanding week at number two, though, Michelle Alleman, everybody, give her a hand. Yeah. 
Thank y'all. Good morning. Yes, um, it wasn't good enough for first place, so <laughs> darn it. But I did beat Joe. <laughs> love you, Joe. Uh, love I'm, you, Joe. I'm dying. I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know that pair of stuff is about to you know, roll over and I know it is rolling over. So for you and, um, and for all of us. So, uh, you know, number one thing, I, my name is Michelle Allman. Mike and I have been here at the Alliance for 13 years. Uh, we're fixing to have our wedding anniversary tomorrow. Hmm. tomorrow. Oh, happy anniversary. Two years being married. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> I'm excited. Anyway, to this week, um, I did start the para. I started the para a few weeks ago, but I was gone to Mexico and a few other other things. So, um, finally got to do some a couple few follow ups on my para, and two of them turned into sales. So that that was two of my five applications, and uh, one of them was five hundred a month. One of them was three hundred a month. So it was the majority. Both of those have already been approved. So fast approvals, too. Wow. So when I got started with the para, my first three appointments didn't have, I, I didn't get the follow-ups. So I couldn't even make the sale. So I would, number one thing I want to tell you is embrace the suck. <laughs> because we all have parts of our life and parts of our business that suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And even that, that goes for myself. <laughs> so, you know, just pick yourself up by your bootstraps, give someone a call, ask for help. So that's my two cents on that. I did that and it changed, you know, before I was able to get in front of people for my follow-ups, it changed uh, what I did. And so it helped me greatly. Um, second thing I'm going to say is kind of goes along with number one, but if 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 uh, life gives you limes, you've got to turn them into margaritas. <laughs> 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 and I actually got that saying from our trip on Mexico because they had a little sign that said that, so it wasn't my thought. But <laughs> last last night I was in one of my, and I'm, I've got to tell you, I'm really starting to love Zoom. I'm really starting to get into the Zoom and just how it, it can really help. But, you know, I'm in a Zoom meeting last night at like 7.30, and they're showing me their granddaughter. And so I said, y'all want to see my baby? And they said, yes. I'm sitting here at the office, and it, y'all that know me, you know my baby is Cupcake. <laughs> so I picked Cupcake up. Can't see him. But I picked him up, and I said, this is my baby. And they just, you know what? It brought the whole meeting to a whole nother level. It's like I was face-to-face <laughs> with these people. And they just, I don't know, I love it. We have to embrace this Zoom. We have to embrace all these new things is what I'm trying to tell you. Uh, whatever it is that's working for you that you're doing in your business, whether it's face-to-face or Zoom, um, we're going to turn them into margaritas. <laughs> That's right. 
And um, number three, don't dwell on your past. Whatever happened last week, today is a new day. Your future is going to be better than your past. We all have to believe that. Um, otherwise, why would we get up every morning? We have to focus on that. Um, I had a customer call me. What was I going to tell you? Um, two of them called me this morning. And no, it was, well, I had two more call me this morning. But last night, I had, yesterday, I had another one call me and said, I just want to call you and let you know that you sent my wife a birthday card this month. And I appreciate it. But she passed away like three years ago. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. This is the turn limes into margarita part, okay? I said, I am so sorry. He said, but let me tell you, I, I, I'm trying to verify his address. I'm trying to, because he was from 2009. He says, I don't know how your office did it, but they got my new address. Because I didn't have his new address in any of my places that I would look. <laughs> so I said, you know what? My office is awesome. My husband is awesome. Morgan, all the girls in my office, they figure this stuff out. He said, well, I, he said, well, I think your office is amazing that they figured it out. And I went on to sell him a whole life policy, $122 a month. So that's when I say turn the, the limes into margaritas. Turn your situation around. Figure out a way to do that. And that's all I got. That was outstanding. Give her a hand, everybody. <laughs> I, I, I haven't heard that story too often where an agent sent a birthday card to a deceased client and ended up selling a whole life policy to the widower. Um, <laughs> we should all strive to do uh, similar. That's And that's, hey, you know what? Staying in touch with clients and good things happen. It never hurts. Uh, I'm seeing all kinds of names on the list. I know stuff that people are going through and life is happening and you're still making that activity happen and the production come in and I, I want to call out names, but you call out one, you don't call them all out and everybody gets mad. So I'm just going to say, I see you out there uh, doing what you're doing. All right. <clears throat> Number one, Adrian Claxton on the Walker team. 225 dials, 27 contacts, 15 appointments, six sits, two apps, zero referrals. One app was a life app for $727, and one app was an annuity app for $160,000. So a total adjusted premium, you get 10% credit for the annuity, $16,727. Give a hand to Adrian Claxton, everybody. <laughs> Woo! Good morning. Good morning, sir. I don't know if you can, um, you can, if you can see me or not. I don't need the video, but I, I can just talk. Um, yeah, I, I. Oh, first of all, um, Mike and Michelle, uh, happy anniversary. It's uh, really cool to hear that. Um, well, this was a pretty interesting week. It's funny because Megan Yaki was messaging me just a little bit ago and she had mentioned something about service and that was that was pretty much um kind of my mindset the last couple of weeks as i've been in and out of appointments and bam fams with clients um and i had a pretty a couple interesting stories that happened so a couple of weeks ago i was um i was in a policy review appointment uh first appointment with a client that i I've, I've never met 
and it was off of an A1 lead, and he had purchased uh, a Forester Smart UL probably about, oh, I don't know, a few months ago from another person, and uh, and the, the, the agent that sold him the policy never followed up with them. So I ended up calling him and, you know, I just had a conversation and said, hey, I'm just giving you a call about your mortgage um, with uh, United Wholesale Mortgage or whatever it was. And he said, oh, is this about the, the mortgage protection insurance? I said, yeah, actually, you know, we're just um, we're I've been assigned to, to help you on that. He goes, oh, I already I already got that. I already got that taken care of. I just got my policy. And then I just I just flipped it around. I said, okay, no, not a problem. I, that's actually why they they put this on my desk. Um, they wanted me to come out and do a do a first appointment or a first uh, policy review with you, just to go over everything in the policy, make sure you understand it. You know, answer any questions that you still have. I said, um, you know, has has that happened for you yet? And he goes, no, no. And I actually would like to do that. So I came out and went to go see him. And um, you know, I was just basically just talking up and edifying foresters, edifying the company that he was with. And I went through the policy packet, went through the summary page. I went through everything, went through all the accelerating living benefits and everything like that. He actually didn't know that, you know, it had a critical chronic and terminal illness living benefits in there and he didn't know what they were. So I explained it to him in detail and he's like, yeah, I'm surprised that the guy that my agent didn't tell me anything about that. I said, said, yeah. And, um, I said, it also builds a little bit of a cash value for you. And he goes, oh, really? What's that? And so I explained that to him. And he was super, super happy about that. He's like, I'm surprised that my agent didn't tell me about that either. And I said, well, look, if anything, you know, you're in really, really great hands with a really, really great, strong company. So they're going to take really good care of you. I'm glad you have this policy. Keep it. Don't don't get rid of it. Um, it's going to it's going to do you well and do you service down the road. Um, and, and then so I pulled out the green sheet and, you know, I'm kind of asking him more questions and, you know, getting to know him a little bit better. And I found out that he has he has a uh, he has a Boeing. He used to work for Boeing for 20 years and he had a, a pension annuity that, you know, he's drawing off of. And and uh, and then he gets to tell me a little bit more. And he's like, you know, I think I over I overstated or I overlooked uh, another uh, retirement account that I have that I haven't touched. And it's a brokerage account and it has like 715,000 in it. Um, and so he, he was going to get me the policy statement. He couldn't dig it up right away. But I said, I think, you know, I think there's a way, there's a way we can serve you. Do you know if you've lost any money in that at all? Or if it's, you know, how much of it's exposed to the market? He said, you know, I don't really know. And I said, okay, well, we'll just need a, if you, if it's, beneficial and helpful for you for us to get that in front of our, our your statement in front of our um, in front of our retirement protection specialists at the office I think there's a way that we can continue to serve you he said okay and um, so he gave us a statement I got it to Chris and Chris is looking at that right now and we're gonna have a conversation with Chris tomorrow morning on zoom to see what we're gonna do with that and you know how much of that we're gonna roll over but the fact that you know I was Still, still kind of, you know, going through the process and going through the motion of the appointment with them, doing the green sheet and, you know, getting the analysis and everything like that. And just doing it in a way of, of service, not really trying to, I mean, yeah, we're, we're trying to find information, but for him, it's more of, you know, hey, this guy really wants to help me in some way. And that's kind of how I presented it. So he's still in conversation with me. You know, he's really, he's really excited to see what we can do for him. 
um, and how we can help them in that way. So we're working on that. And then I had another appointment um, a, a week ago with a lady. It was another A1 lead. It was mortgage protection. And I go into the house and, you know, we're chit-chatting for a while, bonding and reporting and all that good stuff. And, you know, just getting to know her and her family. She has two kids, uh, two daughters. One of them is on her way with her second child. Uh, they both live in the home with her. And, and they're both, you know, they're both not working right now. Um, and the, the, the mother is, you know, 59. She'll be 60 in, what, December? Yeah. And uh, so, you know, we had got to talking and just kind of exploring all the options and just asking her questions, developing the why with the green sheet. And it turned out, you know, after she pays her bills every month, she only has $150 in her pocket. That's for anything else, groceries, gas, whatever. And she's like, you know, we're so strapped and tight right now. And I said, well, let me ask you this. Is there, is there anything that you have right now set aside that would offset your mortgage and your expenses? You died last Tuesday that you would leave to your daughter so that they can continue to take care of, you know, the mortgage and stay in the house. And she goes, well, all I have is just a IRA account. I've had it for 20 years and I haven't been contributing to it for the last 15 years. And it's just been sitting there. Hmm. I said, okay, so who, who's that through? And she's like, I think it's, I think it's fidelity. I said, okay. I said, do you, how often do you look at your statements? And she goes, Oh, I just, I get them in the mail and I open it up and I look at the first page and then I throw it in the garbage. <laughs> I said, okay. And uh, I said, so do you know how much of your of your IRA is exposed right now to the market? She's like, I have no clue. I said, do you do you know what your have you thought about what your target retirement income goal is? That that's a question I learned from Joe Walker right there. So I, I give him all the credit for that one. That's a good one. And uh, and she goes, no, nah, I haven't even thought of that. I said, OK, when, when was the last time you had a conversation with your financial planner, your financial advisor? She goes, no one's called me in 20 years. Wow. Oh, okay. All right. Um, so do you know if you've lost money? She's like, yeah, I, I've, I've lost money. I just don't know how much. And I said, okay, would it be, then I just went to this question and I said, would it be beneficial and helpful for you again? Would it be beneficial and helpful for you if I took a copy of your retirement statement to our office and got it in front of our retirement protection specialist? The rest of the question is supposed to be so that they can come up with ways so that you will no longer lose a single penny in your retirement. And I said, and before I got to even ask the entire question, she just jumped out of her seat and she ran and goes, I'll be right back. I'll go get my, my last <laughs> statement that I got. Just, I'll be right back. Let me go get my statement. Okay, perfect. So she, she brought it and I'm taking a look at it and I'm looking at her asset allocation and I'm like, yeah, you're, you're about 75 to 80% exposed. Um, you've lost $76,000 within the last five months. And I said, I think there's a way that I can, I can continue to serve you with this. So let me take this back to our office. She said, yeah, absolutely. Do, do what you need to do. I'd love to see, you know, what you can do. And I got that in front of Chris. And then turns out, you know, we had a meeting with Chris last week. We did the application for a, a, a fit horizon NLG application. And, you know, after running the numbers with Chris, you know, we're, we're able to increase her income, you know, when she retires by 
on top of, you know, the $150 she has in her pocket, that's an additional 2,100 bucks. Wow. So, you know, she's definitely really, really happy and grateful that it's made a difference to her somehow. And that's the biggest thing for me. And I guess I would say is that, you know, yeah, we can, we can get in front of people and, you know, we can, we can do this for all, all whatever reasons we have that we're doing insurance that we're in this business and we're, we're helping people, but the making a difference part was huge. And, and that kind of reverts back to uh, an attitude changer that I've had, you know, over the last month or so, I've been doing a lot of reading. And one of the things, one of the, one of the things I did was I went back to the basics and I read the eight steps again. And as I was reading the book, you know, I'm going through all the different chapters and all the different steps. And I'm realizing, man, there's quite a few steps that I, I haven't been doing. Um, and I said, I'm going to commit to, to really staying involved with the eight steps again and making sure that I'm doing everything, making sure, you know, personal use, work, read, listen, attend all meetings, you know, be teachable, be accountable and communicate with a positive mental attitude. And that po communicating with a positive mental attitude, I think, um, really, really set the course for me because I have to tell myself, okay, when I go into a home, I need to be smiling. I need to, I need to be there to be a friend and not an insurance agent, because if we're there to be their friend and to let them know that we're here to serve and help them in any way that we can, whatever that looks like, I mean, I don't care. I mean, maybe there's nothing we can do for the people that, that we're, we're meeting with. We come as a friend, leave as a friend. Maybe we send them some business cards, you know, maybe we give them some prescription prescription drug discount cards or whatever in the mail. But that little act of service goes a long way and they see it and they appreciate it. And uh, so that's, you know, that was, that was this annuity here that you see on the board. Um, and, that's it. I, I would have had more. I would have had more premium this week. I have a couple of apps that are rolling into later this week and the next week, so I'll have some more coming. Um, so we'll have some bigger and better numbers next week. We'll see what it looks like, but I'll let you guys know when we get there. That's right it. on, dude. Well done. Give my hand, everybody. <laughs> Woo! I know. I mean, I, it's it's funny. I was watching his mannerisms. And I was like, he his mannerisms are like Joe. I know he's spending time talking with Joe and asking Joe questions. I hear things that he's saying. Uh, that I know Joe Walker is saying, and uh, Joe was telling me yesterday, Adrian is uh, is picking up and will continue picking up annuities without the para system, uh, and uh, and it's because of the questions that he's asking, everything he just went through. And Yankee kind of started earlier by saying, just slow down, uh, and that's what Adrian is doing, slowing down and seeing how he can serve the clients. I don't know how many people would have gone and installed a policy that somebody else sold. I don't know how many people would have done that. Uh, he did, and because of that, is uncovering, you know. Seven hundred thousand dollars in a in a in an old account the guy just forgot about. Um, <laughs> what? Anyway, so that's that's remarkable. I do want to just make a real quick comment, Chris, uh, that he referred to as Chris Norris. He's the our retirement protection specialist. Uh, it's a it's a, a registered investment advisor that we actually partner with in North Carolina called Burlington Alliance Capital Management. They call it BAM, and they say the C is short, uh, is silent rather. Uh, but uh, Chris Norris, he's also referred to as the Chuck Norris of the financial industry. Uh, and you can use those kind of terms when you're talking to people. But um, he runs a, a, a shop there that basically is like an Edward Jones. Uh, they can do everything that an Edward Jones can do. And uh, what we can do is put financials in front of Chris Norris. And Chris can take a look at it 
And if the situation is right, what Chris can do is is move like the Edward Jones uh, person can wake up tomorrow morning and all that money that was under management has been moved over to Burlington Alliance Capital Management and they, they can't do anything about it. Uh, and now Chris Norris is able to uh, advise the client on what they should be doing with their investments and when finding fixed and indexed uh, sales solutions, uh, throws it back to us and we're able to go out there and make those sales. So it's a great partnership. Uh, a guy like Chris Norris is trying to get money under management, but he also understands that we are an amazing lead source for him. And so he's going to, when he finds business for us to write, he's going to throw it back to us. Uh, it's a, it's a really uh, amazing relationship. And uh, Adrian is certainly uh, exploring and taking advantage of that in a great way. Uh, congratulations to Adrian. Congratulations to all the top five. Give him a hand, everybody. Well done. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with the Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.